Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Thanks for listening and being a part of Mama Said, and thanks in advance for supporting these sponsors in this episode. They help us have this much fun with you every week for free. So enjoy the show. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler, has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris, to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins and still feel like you're killing the mommy game. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hi, everybody. I'm Jamie. Hi, guys. I'm Jenna. Welcome to another episode of Mama Said. We have the ever-inspiring mom entrepreneur, business owner, extraordinaire, Jennifer Bunkers. So mom of six kids has created many businesses, including True Kid, which is a children's skincare line. She's just so inspiring. I also think Jenna and I might have inspired her next business venture. So stay tuned. Did. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. Um, but before we get to that, let's just get into our win fails. And I'll start if that's okay today. Mommy win. <laughs> Mommy fail. Um, I'm going to actually say my win currently, although I have two, is that my seven-year-old is babysitting my three-year-old in the other room. I don't know what's happening, so stay tuned if that's actually a win or not. But if this works, this might be a new thing that happens where I can bribe Bo to watch Jack for me. Never mind, I see Jack walking in. Um, but my other win is that, you know, because Jack is, you know, doesn't have school and he doesn't have anywhere to go and he's three and his needs are more consistent, I guess I would say, than Bo's, um, I haven't been getting a lot of quality time with Bo and it's been struggling. That means he gets to go on his video games more when I need to do stuff for the toddler. And then that means that um, then I get upset that he's playing too much video games. And, you know, I've had a lot of push and pull and struggle with this. And I was talking to uh, one of my girlfriends and I was mentioning this and she's like, you know what, why don't you just do a picnic date, like a picnic trunk date, go pick up his favorite food, sit in the trunk of your car, just the two of you go get ice cream after and see how it works. And so we did that. We called Benihana, ordered his favorite hibachi chicken meal, sat in the trunk of my car. He didn't even want to look at my phone. Like we talked, we talked about video games. We talked about mammals and that he's learning in first grade and we talked about, you know, my shortcomings over the past couple of months and, and, you know, we apologized to each other and it was such a beautiful time. And at the end of it, he looked at me and he was like, this was my favorite day of my life with you. Can we do this again? And I bawled, of course. And I felt the same way. I, and he, by the way, he's been giving us issues going to bed as every kid in the world seems to be doing to all their parents right now. And he went to bed so easy that night. And it reminds me of, who says this? I don't know. Who's, his cup was full. His cup yeah, was, he was com- filled. Yeah, he was filled he up. Was completely filled up. And obviously, I understand not every day I'm going to be able to do that with him. But it was such a wonderful thing. And I, let me just say to any of you parents out there, and you know, it was actually kind of sad and sweet was when I got home, Jack was obviously a little bummed out because he could see we brought him home ice cream, but he could see. And then the next day in the morning, Jack goes, just mommy Jack, go get ice cream in your car. Like, he, I was like, yes, maybe I'll do that with you too. But I'm going to try and make this, you know, weekly is ambitious, but maybe like twice a month, something to do because, um, yeah, 
it's been amazing. And I don't know, fail, God, I can fail every day. I don't know. You know, I scream when I should in. I'm tired. I'm not taking care of myself at all. I'm pretty sure I've used that fail once or twice a month. <laughs> but, okay. uh, but I don't know. I'm just going to ride the high of that win because it was a really nice day. And I really feel like it just reminds me of when I think, you know, Natasha Back has told us and stuff like kids are so resilient and they can, it's a very easy shift for them. Like there, it takes very little for them to start feeling differently. Um, and so I'm going to keep going with that. And I'm actually going to do a live with her when Natasha speaking of Wednesday night, because I'm having massive potty oh, training troubles. So tonight you guys on um, Mama said Instagram or head to my personal too. We're, we're going to, um, we're going to talk about potty training because Jack doesn't want to do it and, um, is now afraid to pee and holds all his pee for when he sleeps, which means he pisses through his mattress every nap and nighttime. So it's big problems over here. Sounds like you're just having a grand old time over there. You no, know I'm also packing up my whole house to move to a whole other state. So there's that too, but like no big deal. Like, I feel like when it rains, it pours. Bring it on, baby, because hopefully when we get to Texas, it's smooth sailing. <laughs> exactly. And it will be. Um, so sleep, like sleep is, has been a thing. At first, I gave up. I even like wrote on my Instagram, like I was just like, I give up. Like, I don't want yeah. trying anymore. Like, I'm, I'm like done trying. I need a pause. I just need yeah. to lay in his bed because it's really they share a bed, but it's really Milo that has the issues. Like, mm-hmm. let's be honest. It's not Daisy. It never has been. Hopefully it never will be. Um so my, and it, it doesn't help when Milo gets overworked than Daisy does, but it's always, it's always Milo. That's the issue. They also won't be sharing a room in a couple months. So that's going to be helpful. But, um, so I just like gave up. I was just like, you know what? I, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Like I can't sit in the hallway anymore. I can't fucking do this. And so I just gave up for a couple of weeks and I let myself just lay in his bed. So he went to bed really quickly and really fast. And then Neil and I got to do our own thing and it was nice. Okay. Not going to lie for a couple of weeks. It was really great. What started happening was Daisy started getting dependent on us being in there. And she was like, I have a booger. I have another booger. Mom, can you, my, 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 um, my covers are off mom. I need this doll. And she was like noticing. She's like, well, if they're in there, I'm going to fucking ask for mm. things. So I was like, oh shit, it was working really well, but now it's fucking with Daisy and that I need to put a stop to like, okay. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to make a book because, <laughs> um, Jill Spivak, who we've talked about all the time, the mommy guru, we have a lot of mommy gurus, but, um, Jill is one of them. And she always said like, make a book, draw it in stick figure. You don't need to be an artist. Like you don't need to be an author. Just say what's on your mind. Like say what you want them to do, draw, personalize it. So they think they're in the story and it's so cool to them. So I did, I've done this a million times and I was like, it's time for a new book. So, um, I did a book for them about sharing a room and, um, it, it has worked and, uh, it's working. I'm not saying it's smooth sailing. The first night was great. They were really motivated. Second night, it was, which was two nights ago. It was so windy. It felt like our, mm-hmm. our house was going to literally blow over. The windows were shaking. I don't blame him. So I ended up sitting in the hallway between his hallway and his bedroom door. He couldn't see me still, but I, I promised him I would sit there and he fell asleep on his own, which is like big last night. Neil tried to put him to sleep and he was so Neil was so mean to him. Neil screamed. Like I've never heard him scream before. He had zero patience. I know Neil is working. 
It's like, so hard. It's so hard. Zero patience. And I also oftentimes, more than often, have zero patience too for bedtime. Like I that's when I yell the most. And then mm-hmm. I and then I actually end up despising myself. Yep. You know, like we're all we've all been there. So I ended up taking over last night and it was okay. Like I didn't have to sleep in his room. I sat in the hallway and we're back to the hallway thing. And so the book has been um getting through to them in some way or another. And I'm going to keep doing it until this kid Milo is sleeping. Okay. Great. So that's, that's a win. Um, and I've been sending it to a lot of people on Instagram. I've sent it to like 75 people. Who that's amazing. I have a shared document and I just keep sending it. Generals um, of a Google doc. Oh, good old Google doc. <laughs> so horny for a Google doc. So horny. Um, not my husband, but a Google. Doc. I'm just kidding. Um, it's a Google. He does. That makes him hot. I just want to say, so I don't know. That's like a yeah a thing all, all on its own. I will say that the other night when I was still falling asleep with Milo, um, he death got brought up and he was like, will you, he was like, when I die and then when you're dead, will we meet up and be together again? And it just, I started hysterically crying. History, I couldn't hold it together. I just that this is not a win or fail. I just like I remember yeah. this as when you were talking about like being in the trunk of the car with Bo. Like I remember that was like, and I told him I was crying like happy tears because you know like everyone does die, mm-hmm. and you know I love my time on Earth with him, but it's hard for me to picture not being with him, and that's what I said to him. Um, and so I said I'm crying because I love you so much, and like I can't imagine ever not being around you. He doesn't get death as. Like he doesn't perceive death as I do. It's not scary to him. He just thinks that we, we die and then everyone's back together later. And I'm leaving it at that. And I thought that was really beautiful. It could very well be that. I I like to believe that, you know, it's, you're no worse off by believing things that are happy. Exactly. And And, I loved it. And true because no, in the end of the day, I've been thinking about this so much, you know, with just the state of our world and particularly our nation over the past couple of months, it's like, you know, people are, are so hard headed on the truth and their truth, but the truth, the only thing we have that is true for each of us is just our perspective and everyone has different perspective. But I always say a perspective that is positive and loving is, is, is always a good one to go with. Cause if we don't know what the real truth is, let's go with the positive perspective. Mm -hmm. One that feels good. Well, that's awesome. And so we, Jen and I are going to take a quick break. We'll be back with Jennifer Bunkers because I have to, it's really quiet. I have to see if my kids are still alive and um, we'll be back in just a minute. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know, it's easy bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to geico.com to get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's G-E-I-C-O.com. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Our guest today is a mom of six, yet still somehow managed to start a successful business, the all-natural kid skincare line, True Kid, which includes bath and body care, sun care, hair care. I just don't even feel like we should waste any more time in this intro because I am so interested in everything about her and how she's done everything and accomplished all of this. So please welcome to the show, Jennifer Bunkers. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, Jennifer. 
Thank you. First, tell us, I I asked you this before, but to make you repeat yourself, how old are your six children? Ages 13 to 27, 13, 16, 18, 20, 22, 27. Wow. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) and, And how many of them have you had in your home through the past couple of months or the last year, I would say? A lot of times I've had five. Um, and occasionally the uh, oldest kid will come home and work from here. So uh, there have been, there have been sometimes seven zoom calls at once. On oh occasion. my gosh. You have good Wi-Fi then if it, it was successful. No, it's absolutely the worst. It's a huge <laughs> fight. <laughs> oh my God. I can't even imagine like the, the, we have to talk about all of like the different fights your kids get in, what they fight over. But anyway, we'll, we'll get into that after. Yeah. Well, I mean, my brother has five kids and I, 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 I always stop myself when I say, um, I can't imagine how hard that is because he always reminds me that they have each other. He says, he's like, Jamie, you think it would be so hard with me having five kids and having, and yes, we do have to make you know, take care of each of their individual needs. But a lot of the times as siblings, he's like, I don't really have to play with them a whole lot because they have each other. And he said, he's, he said to me the other day, he's like, I think you're more tired than I am because I don't, I don't have to sit on the floor with my kids ever. Yeah. There's a, there's, there's a lot to that, honestly. Yeah. I bet. Did you, did you find that with your kids? Yeah. They're their own play group. Right. So, um, you know, individual play dates sort of would go by the wayside because they kind of had each other, even though that wasn't truly their preference. It was just really much easier sure. to say, go find someone to hang out with. Yeah. So at what age, what, where were you at in your stage of motherhood? Were you always um, like into business and, and having your own businesses or how did True Kid come, come about? So I started my um, business when my oldest was two. So I started off with her just because, you know, um, it came about not when, no, it's not true. So I had my first toy business. Yeah. When she was two. And then, um, when Haley, Haley, my second one was like, I don't know, nine or so she was playing in my skincare because that's what, yeah. you know, kids and all your crap. Right. So she, and then it just sort of stung her face, my product. And it dawned on me that maybe my products for my wrinkles and skin conditions weren't awesome for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, come to find out that's true. Uh, they don't need wrinkle stuff at right. age nine. <laughs> So I just did a bunch of research and realized that there was not a lot of offerings for kids, tons for babies. But, you know, after babies, the kids are mostly forgotten. And I noticed that parents mostly then went to adult products, not, not wrinkle creams per se, but, you know, right. like stuff for adults. And mm-hmm. uh, there was just an opportunity to do a bunch of research and realized there was just really a, a huge gap in the marketplace. So That's so true. You never hear of that age gap um, mm-hmm. being marketed yeah. ever. It's baby or adult. At the time, it definitely was. Now there's a lot in the space, right. but it was it was a very curious discovery. Um, and then on top of it, I discovered, because not knowing really much about skincare, that there was a whole thing about natural versus not natural. And I wasn't right. at all clued into what that meant. So I had to quickly educate myself. So then at that point, I discovered I wanted to have a natural offering because of all the nasty chemicals. I didn't understand how that was really affecting, you know, not only our health, but our kids' health into uh, get myself educated on that too. So that's how it sort of ended up being with a natural product line, which was not my intention in the beginning. It was just to provide mm-hmm. something for kids. And then my way, there's an opportunity for our kids moving forward. Yeah. So how, how did you, how did you manage um, the, the process of, of starting a business with young children? Because I think that, you know, 
Jenna and I are struggling even like finding time to record this podcast. I mean, our, we're stuck at home with our kids. They're not in school, right. but I just can imagine the the whole process of, of starting a business um, and taking it to its its success and where it's at um, is is somewhat difficult with also as many children as you have. You know, so when I started my tree kid business, I had already had another business at the time, um, which is since closed, where I helped U.S. companies source and manufacture goods in Asia. So I'd already had a, a um, after my toy business, I had my consulting business, right? So I was already sort of in the swing of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so my kids would come to my offices a lot, right? So like there was always like sort of built in daycare with, uh, I had a warehouse so I could send them out to the yeah. warehouse. You know, I've always been a believer for myself of I can just do it. Um, you know, hard things are hard, but I just managed, I just have, I have this internal belief that I can just get the shit done. Mm-hmm. Can I swear? So, that's, you so. can. <laughs> that's a very important, that's, I think that's yeah. a very important piece of, of the puzzle. I think it's a very important thing that you need to possess when you're, when you're starting a business. Yeah, I, I get really tired, but I have a lot of tenacity, which is now my kids have it too. So, but when I, so I, I already had a business at the time and what I recognized then I wanted to have, I found the gap in the market, but I wanted to have a product that I could involve my kids in, not that they could work in the business, which they have, but um, that was good for them. We could talk about it. I could sort of include them in some way. So it also gave me an extra incentive to do something that was really healthy for them. So, so that was sort of my side hustle for a while. Right. Um, I am just a believer. I can do it. It's the little engine that could like truly. I also am not a big fan of excuses. I just don't make them. I do make them, but then I quickly recant them um, because it's all on me. I can, I can have success or failure. It's all up to me. Um, it's just, you know, I was, I, you know, I was thinking back, my father died last summer um, and he all from the beginning, I, since I can remember, it was like, like he would, he helped me believe I could do anything. Right. If I fell off my horse, mm-hmm. I had to get back on. Like he just created this system for me that mm-hmm. I was a believer and he, I, I credit my confidence to him. Oh, how beautiful. And that's, that's so true for parents and us as young parents to remember that the things that we say to our kids and the things that we make them believe about themselves are going to set them up for the rest of their lives. You know, that's part of the reason why Jen and I started this podcast, because we just really want to be the best parents that we can be while being very honest of, you know, not saying that it's all rosy and all easy, but you know, that we're, we're here to grow with each other and with our audience as mothers. And I just think that's wonderful. Hello, Jen and I want to talk to you guys again about child life essentials. Yes. So child life promotes immune system health. They support normal growth and development, and it includes copper for a healthy balance ratio of essential minerals. They are developed by a pediatrician, and their products are non-GMO, gluten-free, made with natural ingredients, and may help your child get the essential nutrition they need that isn't obtained through diet. Yeah, so you guys, this is yummy tasting. It's naturally sweetened and with a delicious natural mango strawberry flavor formulated specifically for use by children beginning at age six months through their teen years. So go to findtheheart.com to download a $1 off coupon for anywhere Child Life Essential products are sold. You guys, there is a new app and it's called Homer. As families continue to face the challenges of distant and hybrid learning, Homer really just fits into your at-home learning plan seamlessly, and it keeps your kids engaged and excited. Their program is fueled by kids' interests and grows with them as they build their skills, all while deepening their love of learning. 
Playful learning activities across subject areas are important for school and life, like reading, math, social, and emotional, and Homer covers that all. And it's powered by the Homer method, the most effective way for your child to learn. And the expert-designed proprietary framework is research-backed and kid-tested to build critical skills for school and life. And you guys, it's been mama-tested too. This app is incredible. So when we got this app, we decided to do the hands-on learning bundle and the membership includes the same great access and benefits from the digital membership, but plus their exclusive new hands-on learning bundle. So Milo is obsessed with the activity kits. He can explore letters. He loves learning the letters on this app and exploring feelings. And that really helps because, you know, we're going through some emotions right now, not being in school and exploring numbers. His numbers have improved greatly and it's so fun for me as a mama to see him loving to learn. Their Learn and Grow app is proven to increase reading scores by 74% with just 15 minutes per day. So download this app. It's incredible. Go to learnwithhomer.com slash mama said to start a free 60 day trial. That's learnwithhomer.com slash mama said to start a free 60 day trial. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. So can I ask you, as somebody that I am looking at and admire of all that you've accomplished, what other things would you say to um, other young moms out there that are, are have a great idea for a business or, or wanting to start their own business? Like what, what are the things that they should keep reminding themselves of? What are things that they should be forgiving to themselves of? Like what, where would, where do they need, what do they need to possess and where do they need to start out to be successful? So it's interesting. There was another interview that I did about um, women disruptors, right? And I think that this horrific time we just talked about earlier, COVID, like we're home caring for our kids and homeschooling, it's really, really hard. Like there's no way around it, right? Especially yeah. when you have young kids. Um, it is it is a unique opportunity for women to find problems and solve them, truly, because they're at home, your kids are at home, you have a little more control probably than you normally do with your life and what you do with it. Is I just, I be, you know, believe in your idea and believe in and, and do it like find the time at night when your kids are in bed for that 15 minutes or in a half an hour a day, just little bits of time get you forward. Right. Yeah. Um, I could do a lot of thinking at night and a lot of writing at night and my ideation, my, my notes and whatnot. Like the, these young moms out there, um, you have a brilliant idea. It just go as far as you can go with it. I love, I love helping kids and women start businesses is one of my things. Um, you know, do your research because we're at home all the time, right? Ask your friend. Yeah, it's like, time. what's going on with you? What do you need? Like, just, just do it. Like, I j- just freaking do it. Get the idea, explore it to the end because maybe it won't work, but at least it, you gave, you're building that muscle of creation and ideation, right? It's a muscle build, right? Like, I'm really good at it because I've been doing it for 20 something years or more. Um, so it's like really fast for me. I can, I can think and get through an idea, good to bad, really fast. So yeah. for these women out there who haven't done this yet, just explore all the ideas. Take a bunch of notes. Um, OneNote is a fantastic app for you can, you know, create chapters and whatnot and drop your notes ideas in, like speak into it, you know, get, get Otter AI on your phone where you're just like, while you're driving, talking, right. Then mm-hmm. when you get home, like sort of put it into your format, just ideate, think about it, do your research, think, 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 and something will come of it. Trust me on this. You'll have an idea and it doesn't even have to be a big one, right? Little ideas can be worth a lot of money and just, just do it. Jennifer, 
to I please do it. I, it's so it's so true because I feel like even myself, like I have all these ideas, and I just I'm always like, oh, I'm sure it's gonna be nothing, and so like I don't follow through with them. So that's a really good tip to just. Yeah. Go follow through and write your ideas and and dictate them however you can and do a little work even if it's fifteen minutes at night. Those are really good tips. Um, you should be on your that. own like mini mini shark tank yeah. for moms. Like yeah. you should start a business of like supporting young mom 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 trip. Well, how do you say it? Entrepreneurs. Thank you. Uh, that have like these great ideas because sometimes you you know. You like you said, you had your dad to to instill that in you and make you believe that you could achieve anything. And there's, you know, some people that didn't have that. And, you know, we all have those people, whether it was a parent or a teacher or somebody that just like gave us that seed that we always could carry with us that would be that vo- that encouraging voice. And I think that you would be such a not that I'm not telling you what to do with your life and <laughs> a business, <laughs> but you would be an amazing person for for young moms and women to go to. Um, to give them the courage to continue. That's a really um, fun idea to have like a, an open office hours, right? I did it a little bit with my kids high school, you know, just come talk through your ideas and let's sort of go through the goods and bads and, and you know, get some direction. It would be a really fun thing to do. Have a, a once a week sort of like ideation hour to just yeah. hear ideas and sort of, you know, fair it out. Yeah. It could be your- I just have to like unpeel it a little bit. That's a really good idea. Um, oh, cool. Um, do all of your kids possess the same drive and, um, entrepreneurship as you do, or are some incredibly different and don't even want to go into that realm that you do? Like what, what do you see in your kids and, and from who and all of them or some of them that I love this question the most because my dreams, they all have businesses and they look at me like, are you fucking kidding? Right. So like there's, there's, um, for sure, there's four of them that will, ha- they have, you know, ideated sort of going, you know, um, one has a business for sure. Um, some will get into one. There's for sure one that will not probably. Mm. Right. And they all have, they all learn the same thing. They all have the same skills. They can all do it because they've been around me long enough, right? We talk ideas, but they um, business to some are like, no, no, thank you. Do not talk about it with me. I don't want to hear anymore. Like, why are you still talking about that? Literally, right. they're like, I'm so sick of talking about business because that's all I do. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but the, you know, but what's interesting is the skill sets are, are the same, but because they've been taught all the same, they take the... Um, the skill set and the strength of how to create or to like strategize through an, a concept into life, right? So it's not even it has to be a business because now I'm coming around to like, oh well, no, now they can just handle life a little bit easier with more confidence, right? So my um, my number two, she's our moderator, um, like she makes everybody happy. She's really lovely. She's friendly all over the time. A skill set I wish I had. Right. And, um, she is not an alpha in our house by any stretch, right? She would fall to almost to the bottom, but in her life with her friends, she's an alpha. Interesting. Right. Um, So I'm like, Oh, that's interesting that like, she's not aggressive. She's not an aggressive person ever, but she, because she's learned how to manage things and take care of things because that's what I expect in my house, that she has that skill set that her friends not necessarily have. Well, like, right. I've been riveted by that, that realization recently. That's, I bet. I think that's so cool because that does show you that, you know, that you've had an influence and there's, there's things that she's picked up and a skill set. We're also, by the way, 
I think it's so incredibly impressive when people can manage when to be not aggressive, but when to be forthcoming or forward and when to just kind of, it's like, know Mm -hmm. your role. Like, because I think that that really sets you up for success in life and when kind of know how to do that dance. Yeah. It's, I didn't, it it took me a while to, to pay attention to it. That it wasn't sure. really for me about business is about, no, no, these kids can now navigate life uh, yeah. more comfortably in, an, in other ways I didn't anticipate. Sorry, my goal, though, really secretly, secretly is they all run, they all have businesses. <laughs> Don't tell. <laughs> we won't tell. We, we won't tell them. So collectively, they have started 10 businesses of their own, right? And some of them are like national. Some of them are on track to be seven figure companies. That's amazing. And the, oh, your oldest is 27. Yeah, so she doesn't have a business, although she will uh, hopefully join us uh, next year. Um, if if the we truth. buy her cardio ring as a bonus, that's not you know that's sort of like the, the, the thing. Um, I'm like, sure, how much are those? Um, uh, no, so we I make the kids like the notion is that they have an idea that they explore it. Whether it ever makes any money is irrelevant to me completely. It is it is like we talked earlier to the moms learning the muscle of creating like saying yes or no. Is this a good idea? Is this a bad idea? What's the market opportunity? Can I make any money? Can I make the thing? Um, so there's been a bunch of um, things that have not worked or the kids have lost interest. And to me, it's just all practice, and it makes me really yeah. happy. My um. My 20-year-old son, we started his business, or he started it when he was 14. And now it's um, on track to be a seven-figure business. And he pays Can for you his- tell us what it is? Yeah, it's called HyperGo, H-Y-P-E-R-G-O. It's all body, full-body wipes for when you're on the go. You want to go work out. You're on a Zoom call. You work out. You don't have time for a shower. You can wipe yourself down and be clean and refreshed and ready to roll. It's really wow. awesome. I love it. I want some. I That's need that because like, I never shower. So I need a HyperGo. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> Sales have been crazy because of Zoom. People don't shower, honestly. And and you know what's been really fun too is this particular product is awesome for all the, the RV and camping folks that are out there traveling the world um, because they're getting out of their houses, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, biodegradable. So you can dig a hole oh, and put it in there. Cool. And it goes away. So it's super healthy for the environment. Um, and that 100% wasn't my idea. It was his idea with a buddy. And I did help, um, help him figure out how to you know yeah. get it made and done. But he's fully running the business and- all and paying for college and everything. Oh my God. That's amazing. Wow. Have you ever heard that story that Napoleon used the Egyptian Sphinx for target practice and shot its nose off? Or maybe you've heard that a French astrologer named Nostradamus correctly predicted nearly 500 years of human history. Or maybe someone told you that the legendary blues guitarist Robert Johnson sold his soul to the devil at a crossroads in Mississippi. These stories are what I like to call historical myths. Great little tales that may or may not have any basis in historical fact. On Our Fake History, we explore these historical myths and try to determine what's fact, what's fiction, and what is such a good story. It simply must be told. If you dig stories about death-obsessed emperors, lost civilizations, desperate sieges, voodoo black magic, and famous historical figures you thought you knew, then Our Fake History might just be your new favorite podcast. Still not sure? Then stick around to the end of the episode today to hear a teaser episode of Our Fake History. 
If you dig it, then subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. I have a seven-year-old. and I just try to get him to stop talking about Roblox and like video games. But right now, that's the only way he can connect with his friends. And I get that. But obviously, I'm a creative and I'm also just a type A. Like to me, I'm organization. I keep the house organized. I keep it flowing. And I see where my influence has gone on my kids. My kids clean up when they finish with toys. Like they just know they're just so used to it. My husband used to be a professional baseball player. Now he works in business and they hear him in the office, but it's kind of more annoying to them and him just telling them to be quiet so he can listen to the people in his meeting. But what are, I want to be able to set my kids up beyond what we do. Like, I don't want to feel like they have to, and I, I know they're they're young and they're going to have time, but I guess what are, what are things that activities I can do or what are, what are things that I can say or what, as a mom, like, what can I, what words can I choose? What, how can I support him so that, like, his own passions, or he can feel like he has access to um, a lot of different ideas beyond just, like, what he knows from his parents? Yeah, so it's interesting. So I love, and my kids don't see this, but I encourage their individual ideas and direction, right? So, um, like, my 13-year-old son, because he's home a lot, and no more playdates, so his playdates, same. He's gaming a lot, right? Um, but prior to that, you know, we, play, we played a lot of baseball. Um, I've taken baseball tournaments. Whatever yeah. his love is, you know, um, I try to really support what, whatever it is so they can, like, feel like they can try and do anything at the moment. And if they quit the thing, like, we're not allowed to quit, like, a baseball team unless the season ends, but um, yeah. whatever. But, you know, an interest in something, for example, like, he liked – um, a couple of years ago, art. And so I had to buy all this art shit for him. Right. And he loved it for a while. Yeah. Right. Awesome. I just support all of those things yeah. um, because you never know when you never know what's going to be their spark. Right. Yes. You don't know when it's going to stick. You don't know what's going to stick. And often it doesn't. And I, I have no attachment mm-hmm. to their success of the thing. Right. So I adjust myself to their success, even with baseball. Right. Like, um, you know, he wanted to be a professional baseball player um, and that was going to be his goal. Like we all know the odds are extremely, extremely small for that to happen, but do I care? No, like I would support that, that dream. Well, somehow I sort of faded away a little bit. Now he wants to be a professional video gamer. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's right? it. You can't get attached to their dream that you just said yeah. it right there. That's, that's exactly what I needed to hear. And you're right. Just follow their lead. Thank you. you. Just, and you follow them and you support them in every possible way you can. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's the opposite side. So my 16 year old is extremely creative. Like she's like, she should be a TikTok um, dance star. She has all those, all those things. Right. Yeah. And whenever I comment on how awesome she is, it's dead to her dead, mm-hmm. dead straight. Oh my God. Um, so I have to be really careful to like appreciate her in a way that she doesn't hear me say it directly. Yeah. Continue doing the thing. Cause she loves it herself. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Versus like, I want to make it her, you know, this international superstar because she has all the skill sets, but she doesn't want people to look at her. Yeah. Right. You got it right. You got to respect that. There's such a weird balance of how to like support and love your kids to follow their dreams. And then to then go like, okay, okay, this is not me. It's about them. Right. You know, know, so in our house, you know, uh, we just talk about business all the time and um, in odd ways too. I sometimes I'll make them watch a Ted talk too, to like, Mm -hmm. you know, 
you know, that was sort of my dream during COVID was like, oh, we'd watch TED Talks every morning and then, we'd, right. you know, until I should talk about them and, you know, we'll be, are you diet? Like none of that ever happened, right? <laughs> but try to like, um, so for at Christmas, my, we all write letters to each other. But this year I said, bring to the table um, a curious, interesting fact that nobody else knows, right? Go find me an interesting fact. So I, I'm trying now to like, ask a question to get them to like do a little research and come back with something curious. Right. So my kids have been taught to like share the curious, interesting things that they've learned throughout the day, which I -hmm. I find really fascinating Mm -hmm. because like, I, I like to learn some things. So as an example, um, apparently um, because people love their animals so much that it's a deal breaker. If you, if you are dating someone and they don't like your animal, consider it over. They will break. You will be done. I'm like, that's fascinating. Like some like 80%. Of people wow. will cancel a partner if they don't if you don't like their dog. Interesting. By the way, I'm not a cat person. I can never. I, I would have never been able to marry a, a cat. <laughs> like not oh. ever, right? Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. It. So, you know, you know, in terms of like like having your kids like be interesting and creative or whatever it is, like we can you know teach them how to search the internet. Be careful though. I have a story about that. Um, you know, like let's look at an interesting fact about elephants today right mm-hmm. i just i love this idea of them seeking curious and interesting things about the world because who knows where that will take them i That's love that yeah to like actually like with a mom of two younger kids i know they're not going to research themselves these interesting facts but i wonder if we can have a jar in our house and i can just put in a bunch of like you know interesting facts that my kids would understand and every day we just pull one out it's a That's great idea yeah i love that all I want to do is generate is, is like encourage curiosity, yes. right? I don't care what it is about where where it leads you. I just want you to be curious about the world around us, right? And also that's be everything. That's yeah, mm-hmm. that's living is staying curious, right? About anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. God, you've been full of so many gifts. We're not going to make you go away yet, but this has just been such an informative conversation. I thought we were going to really talk about True Kid, which by the way, how can people find True Kid products? Uh, TrueKid.com, T-R-U-K-I-D.com on our own site and on Amazon. Great. Um, But also just like, also let us know when uh, you start this, like, you know, mompreneur, like once a week, like chat about ideas. Because I really feel like you should do this because you're just somebody that could really be, you know, such a strong influence for a lot of women that just need that extra push. So I think it's amazing, but we will take a quick break and we're going to make you share some shitty mommy with us. So we'll be right back. (laughs) Okay. Um, we recently started using this company. It's a food delivery service called dinner affair, and it has changed the game in our dinner experience. You guys, it is so easy. It is so good. But it's not like the other delivery services. I mean, I love, you know, I love an easy dinner, but this one is exquisite. And I say that because like, I feel like I'm literally a chef from from France and I'm cooking up this incredible meal for my kids and my husband. And it just makes me look so sexy. And, and I become like this amazing chef. And I am literally obsessed with two things that they sent me. Okay, so they sent me this baked ziti with homemade turkey meatballs. You guys, it is 
amazing. My son ate it. He never eats anything. My daughter devoured it and she literally doesn't touch anything but pasta. So like, you know that it's good. And then I also made this um, sake miso beef kebab with peppercorn dipping sauce. I mean, you guys, they think through everything and make it so easy for you. Trust me, just try it, order it and tell me if you like it, your husband, your partner, your kids are going to love it. So everything is designed to be frozen. It's literally there when you need it. It's all going in your freezer. So nothing goes bad. No subscriptions, just order when you want a delivery. It's really easy. Everything is family friendly and your kids, like I said, will love it. If you like it spicy and your kids don't, not a problem. They package spicy ingredients separately for you to add when you want. How perfect is that? So reset your habits this year and let Dinner Affair get you back on track with organization, healthy eating, and saving money. Get $30 off your first order with code MAMA when you buy online at dinneraffair.com. You guys, that is D-I-N-N-E-R-A-F-A-R-E.com and use the code MAMA for $30 off. Bon appetit. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Okay, we are back with Jennifer Bunkers. Um, Jennifer, it's our favorite part of the show because it makes us feel not so bad about ourselves. Sure. You have a good between your six kids shitty mommy story. Shitty mommy. Well, you know, honestly, I was thinking about this. Like, how many do I have? I purposely forgotten. I know. Um, I'm a shitty sure. mommy. In fact, so many. Like, there's a girlfriend of mine, and I. We still may do. We're going to have like a not shitty mommy, but like bad moms podcast to just talk about what terrible moms we are all the time for our kids. <laughs> um, but and we may still do it. But there's one particular story where I talk about business, right? So um, I had the idea um, that my four daughters would have a this skincare business together. Like it was a subscription mask base, right? And I was four of them are really different, and collectively they're a perfect team. Like they all mm-hmm. bring something really unique to the table. Um, I, they all bought in on it. We're going along and, you know, we're, uh, we have booked a photo shoot. We've done all this work. Right. And we're in my office and around the conference table and they're just being bitches to each other for real. Like they're yeah. like, you know, just like just being bitches. And I'm like, hold up. Like what is happening? Right. Do you guys not want to do it? They're like, you're making us do it. Like, no. And then my, <laughs> then how was she 13? Maybe she goes, Instead of starting a business, we should really be going to therapy. Oh, like, holy crap. Oh. <laughs> That's amazing. And you're like, oh, shit. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. This was, yeah. They're like, it was my idea because I saw the brilliance of it and I see all their brilliance and like how perfect it would be, but they had zero interest. It just wasn't organic. <laughs> it just wasn't organic. Yeah. <laughs> But that's being a mom. That's being a mom is just seeing it before they can. I tell yes. my son that all the time when I'm like telling them to stop playing a certain game. And I'm like, listen, I have a talent as a mom that you don't because you're a kid where I can see ahead in the future that someone's going to get hurt. Yeah. You're just I know you feel like I'm trying to take away the fun, but I see where it's going. So you saw where the business could go. But you were just being a mom with that super natural talent we all have. This, but this, this particular daughter, she's so freaking deadpan. She's really funny too, and she wasn't trying to be funny at all. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe it's on a long pause, and they'll pick it back up in a few years. No, it it, it died. It it's died done. right there, and we <laughs> okay, never okay. spoke of it. We never spoke of it again. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's amazing. Oh, well, yeah, your yeah. your kids are so lucky. I'm so glad that you have so many of them to put out into the world because I just think that um you're really inspiring and I think that, you know, your tenacity and your drive is something that we all aspire to have and we all have in us and we all can possess and I think that it's um it's just been a really pri- real privilege to talk to you and have you on the show with us. Yeah, you know, thank you. This Jennifer. is really fun. And you guys are so fun. You're so fun to hang out with. And yeah, thank you for the opportunity because women run the world and we're so full of love and compassion and ideas. We can do things in a more holistic and compassionate way and how we do everything. Yeah. And we need more of us in the world running businesses and creating opportunities for our kids and our families. Like it's so within our grasp. It's not that hard. And um, and again, if you want to put my email on on wherever this is going to be, and I'd be happy to, oh. you know, talk to women about their ideas and help them move forward. That's so amazing. That's thank amazing. Offering that. That's great. Truly. Yes. Thank you so much. And we are going to leave you with a mama said. Remember, mama said, remember, when you're feeling lost, just remember one day who it's for. Hmm. I love that. Thanks so much for listening to Mama Said. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Alex Imber, Will Sterling, and Steve Delamater. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for new episodes every single week. We want to thank all our sponsors for this episode of Mama Said. They are Child Life Essentials. Go to findtheheart.com to download a $1 off coupon for anywhere Child Life Essentials products are sold. Geico. Whether you rent your own, Geico makes it easy to bundle home and car insurance. Go to geico.com today. Dinner Affair. Get $30 off your first order with code MAMA when you buy online at dinneraffair.com. That's D-I-N-N-E-R-A-F-A-R-E.com. Homer. Visit learnwithhomer.com slash mama said to start a free 60-day trial. And remember, all the info and links to these sponsors will be available in the show notes for this episode. Thanks, mamas. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. The 2020 presidential campaign in the United States was a pretty wild spectacle to watch, no matter what your political perspective may be. But there was one particular bit of rhetoric that jumped out at me. It was a criticism of Donald Trump leveled by Bernie Sanders that made use of a well-known historical tidbit. Here's what Sanders had to say. Nero fiddled while Rome burned. Trump golfs. Nero fiddled while Rome burned. Trump golfs. The senator was riffing on one of the best-known stories from the history of ancient Rome. That is, that during a great fire that consumed the Roman capital in the year 64 AD, the self-absorbed Emperor Nero not only did nothing to help, but laughed and played the fiddle while his city burned. It's the kind of story that many people know, even if they know absolutely nothing else about Roman history. For a whole lot of people, the history of Rome is basically just Julius Caesar, beware the Ides of March, and 
Nero fiddled as Rome burned. So, in a way, it's not surprising that this story has proved so enduring. It's just too perfectly symbolic. If you need a historical example of the ruling elite being hopelessly and heartlessly out of touch, I mean, this is it. Nothing quite says, I could care less, like playing a jaunty little tune on the fiddle. But we really should ask, is any of this true? Did the Emperor of Rome really sit back and put on an impromptu hoedown as his city crumbled beneath his feet? Well, here's the thing. If he did, there was no way he played the fiddle. In 64 AD, the violin hadn't even been invented yet. The instrument as we know it today wouldn't come into being for another 1,400 years at least. To give you some historical context, Nero playing the fiddle is basically the same as Charlemagne shredding the electric guitar. In 64 AD, the violin was an impossibly futuristic instrument. But we do know that Nero was an amateur musician and was particularly fond of an instrument known as the lyre, which was a small Greek harp. He was known to put on long recitals for his advisors, where attendance was mandatory. So, the original story was that Nero actually played the lyre and sang as the great fire ravaged Rome. But, there's good reason to doubt that story, too. The most trustworthy Roman sources inform us that the Emperor Nero wasn't even in Rome when the Great Fire broke out. In fact, we're told that the Emperor rushed back to the city as soon as he was informed so he could personally oversee the relief effort. So, Nero didn't fiddle as Rome burned, and he didn't play the lyre. He didn't sing. He didn't sit back all smug and laugh as his people suffered. He learned about the fire through messengers and did his best to respond. Now, that doesn't mean that Nero was somehow a good emperor or or even a good guy. In fact, he was probably one of the worst. But the fiddle, well, that just wasn't a thing. Nero fiddling as Rome burned is a perfect example of what I call a historical myth a little legend that got wrapped up in the transmission of our history and often gets repeated as a historical fact. My name's Sebastian Major, and on the podcast Our Fake History, we explore these historical myths and try to determine what's fact, what's fiction, and what is such a good story that it simply must be told. The podcast is one part storytelling and one part historical detective work. I do my best to bring these weird stories from our past to life, while also asking probing questions about whether or not we should believe them, and how these misunderstandings took root in the first place. On Our Fake History, the goal is to celebrate everything that's weird and wonderful about the past, while also thinking critically and trying to grab on to the slippery concept known as the truth. If Our Fake History sounds like it's for you, then subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. 